You're listening to the Longer Haul Youth Ministry Podcast with Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Episode number 84. Welcome to the Longer Haul Youth Ministry Podcast, helping you survive and thrive in youth ministry. And now, your hosts, Jody Livingston and Chris Trent. Well, hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the show today. Thanks for tuning in and listening wherever you are and wherever this finds you. Thanks for making this podcast today a part of your day. If it's your first time listening to the show, welcome. We're glad to have you today. And if you're coming on back, maybe a member of the Super Secret Podcast group on Facebook, we're glad to have you as well. The uh, I lost my train of thought completely. <laughs> That's awesome. Dang. I, I love it when you mess because this is like your most favorite part of the show is when you get the blah, blah, blah. blah, well, blah it's just blah, like blah. I just do it. It's just automatic. Show notes. And That's should, what I was going to say. You should like, show you notes. should request things and yeah. subscribe show to the notes show. and subscribe to stuff. Show notes. Yeah. So that guy, that, got, that guy that got lost, I don't know why you got lost like that. That's Jody <laughs> Livingston. He is a youth pastor out in California. I'm a youth pastor in Georgia, and we do a podcast on the side because <laughs> we're not busy enough already. So we're like, how can we really get busy? Um, so we do this because we love youth pastors and we love teenagers. And uh, Jody, I love the fact that it struck me a minute ago when I heard that we're doing episode 84 that we're now in the 80s because we are. the 80s were the best. I started thinking of like 80s songs and, uh, you know, how old I was in 84, which would be 14, by the way. Um, loving it, man. I won't tell you how old I was. You were like three or something. I was four. So. Uh, hey, this is funny. So I was at uh, Sarah and I were at Starbucks in the drive through yesterday. Yeah. And she was, we were listening to eighties on eight with XM radio. Yeah. I listened to that. And, uh, and so I, I pull up to the window and I turn the volume down to order. Yep. And I, and, and I could hear it still like outside the car. <laughs> so what they were playing inside. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? So I, I turn it. So that's I thought, so, crazy for it. so I turn it back up. I'm like, no, yeah, that's it. I turn it back down and it, it's it. Like it's, it's not just the same song. Like it's in the same moment in the same song, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Totally freaked me out. Okay, awesome. I'm a, you just reminded me of a story, and I'm not kidding you. This happened. I'm not embellishing this because I literally every time I think about it, I remember the moment where I'm sta- I'm sitting I'm over on Abernathy Road, which I think you know where that is. Yeah, um, yeah. And music's cranking, and I think if I don't if I'm remembering right, I think it was Duran Duran on the radio playing. Um, and the only reason I remember that is because we pull up to a red light and it's blaring in my car and it's one of those, you know, like the reflex or something everybody, you know, it's one you sing along to. Uh-huh. And I look over to my left and the dude driving the car is clearly singing that song. Like, so he was listening, <laughs> like he was listening, just having to be listening to the same radio. And I was like, Wendy, look, that guy's singing the song because he's listening to it. It was the craziest thing ever. Yeah. So, that is funny. Of, it was weird, know. man. It freaked me out yesterday. I was like, that's the craziest thing. It was one of just, it just took me a minute to figure out what was happening. Yeah, for real, right? That yeah, was good. Yeah, man. That's what we do. Uh, you were going to talk about a so, uh, social media. You can find us on Chris Trent or Jody Livingston out yep. there. 
the longer that's haul. My, that's where my MySpace page is. And <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, and uh, I'm just taking over since you didn't know what you're doing. And you that's, usually talk somebody about needs like, to show subscribe notes, to things and yeah. so wherever you, know, you listen, subscribe show notes, episode uh, longer haul.com slash episode zero eight four. I will tell you this. I am super appreciative of one group of folks. Uh, that is the Georgia Baptist mission board folks. Um, we're friends with them. They've used us for some things and we're super appreciative of those folks for just supporting our podcast. Uh, and they do have a, you can go to student ministry network, uh, dot com to check out things that they offer as well. Resources. But we also have this amazing sponsor that's been helping us out for a while. The folks over at Y360. Y360. Yeah. So you've used them for some stuff, right? Yeah. Bunt tons. Yeah. So man, they have it all. Bible study curriculum, student devotionals, disciple now resources, youth leader development, summer camp, a new book coming out by this summer by what, what me? Um, so um, believe it when I see it. J- hey, that hurt. That was a little bit. That was a little sense. I'm a little sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote some the other day. I actually got it. I got off my. I actually opened it back up and got back in. I'm, I'm getting close. It's good. Um, yep. Yeah, so uh, uh, go to their website. Use the YM360.com and use Longer Haul for a 20% discount there as a promo code. Indeed. Good stuff. Yeah, man. So, um, hey, out of curiosity, uh, from time to time, you know, we throw out resources, things we're working on, that kind of stuff. Um, are you reading anything right now that somebody might benefit from? Yeah, so uh, as a team, we're re. I'm rereading. The team is reading um, Clay Scroggins' book, um, "How to Lead When You're Not in Charge." He, if if you've been listening for a while, you remember Clay was on the show. He was about on that. the show. That is, man, that was, a, great that was a. That's probably one of my favorite. I mean, uh, no joke. Like it was so good. Uh, so you should definitely go back and listen. We'll ha- I'll put a link to that in the show notes that episode. Um, as well. So rereading that, uh, reading love thy body. And, uh, it's part of, part of that. <laughs> what? Just, yeah. It's the, you're reading this book too. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> We're in Walt Mueller's, uh, kind oh of reading discussion. I, know I, book I am group. reading it too, but I just thought I'd take advantage of that comical. <laughs> you saying I'm also reading love thy body. Love thy body. It sounds like a, like a workout book. Like a dieting book. Like here's, you know, that's when I when I saw that on the list, I was like, "What?" Uh, but it's actually not at all. It it it's it's blowing my mind. It makes my head hurt. Um, it's super good. You're further along than me, though. I think, right? Yeah, I'm in chapter like four or five, and yeah. I'm excited about reading it. Number one, because it's a challenge for me, and um. And if you would have asked me before if I felt like I had a decent understanding of issues related to homosexuality, um, uh, euthanasia, abortion, um, the hookup culture, I would have said, yeah, I mean, I think I have a pretty good grasp on that. Let me just tell you, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like, and and I, it is, it has I feel like it's bringing me up to speed on some very, it's a, it's a challenging read for me because the lady who writes at Nancy Percy is solid and good, but it has already 
um, influencing a couple things that that I've been doing from a teaching standpoint. Um, it's just solid, man. It's good. I highly recommend. Uh, these are all these are all issues that our kids are, I mean, facing huge, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, so it's good, man. Yeah, I, I agree. It's good. It's so. good. I'll put a link to the book in the show notes page as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It, I, I, it's fascinating. I mean, for, she's a former agnostic, and uh, and so she she's she handles all, all the subjects extremely well, very thorough. Um. It's good. It's challenging read for yeah, sure. It's good. It's good. Yeah, and then good I'm book. also I'm also reading the like the Born Ultimatum. That's good though. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's long, good to read, man. Like other stuff from time to time. Do you do a reading list? I know a lot of people do a reading list. I, I've no, done them in the past. I have a reading stack of books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you know that that I go through. You know, I, I normally do have a list. I didn't do one this year just because there are so many books that I have that I want to get through. And so yeah. I'm trying to push through. I, um, I, I typically I've, only read one book at a time, but I am reading two books at a time right now. Gotcha. Um, so it, it's, uh, but I don't really have a list per se. It's just, again, it's a stack of a few books that kind of stay in a pile. Like, Oh, I'm reading that next. I've started out pretty strong this year. We'll see how I finish, but I, I'm, I think I'm like four books in so far. Yeah. Well, but, great. but I like to read. Um, well, I say I like to read. I've, I think that's a discipline you build. I've built a discipline that I enjoy learning. And so, yeah, but we'll see. I mean, uh, summer's coming. So yeah, for real. Yeah. I, I, this so is I'm the reading, time I'm to reading, get ahead. I'm reading Love Thy Body as well, you know, same time you are. And um, I'm also reading a book called The Culture Code, uh, The Secrets of Highly Successful Groups. Um, it's a, you know, it's not a Christian book or whatever, which I don't know that matters. Um, well, I but, mean, in the last episode we talked about magic, so. Yeah, true. Um, but uh, I'm reading this book because I have a responsibility now of creating culture in on my team, you know, so I'm just yeah. wanting to kind of learn a little bit about some of that so it's a great book you know i think it would also even kind of impact it's impacting the way i think of my volunteers as well so uh, what's what's the name of it uh the culture code uh the secrets of highly successful groups what's great about it is it's a fun read because this guy basically studied culture uh, of all of these like companies and uh, SEAL teams and mm. it, it, so it's it's pretty it, there's some great great stories like it's a fun read as well yeah uh, but it's also like oh okay so that's how they you know are so good at that so you know it's good um, those are the two that are currently like I'm reading both of those at the same time I'm also listening to um, Francis Chan's uh, Letters to the Church um, mm. as well which is like just over and over and over again, there were moments like of, oh my gosh, that did he just say that? Um, <laughs> but uh, it's good. It's good. I'm a I'm big fan of that. Like, Audible. Uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Audible. Like I, yeah, I, I do a ton of books. My too. problem is I have a short commute and it's a challenge for me because I, I mean, 10 minutes to work, you know, if that sometimes it's like five even, you know, so it's like, uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good times. So, uh, big topic today. Uh, again, I feel like we say that every week, but um, it's a good one. 
yeah, what the heck is Disciple now? Like, what the heck? <laughs> you know, yeah. we did this great interview with John Massara, who is kind of the master uh, D-Now. Uh, you, you may hear us say D-Now, which is just short for Disciple now. We call it D-Now in our culture, you know, here. But um, he's just sort of the a guy that has done a lot of work with that. So yeah. it's and, and and that's basically, if you're, if you're new to youth ministry and I've never had that, or you're just in a culture where that's not around, I think... It's basically just a focused weekend of discipleship with your students. And we talk about, yeah. he talks a little bit about that, but yeah, I think two things. One, if you do them already, uh, stick around to the end. Cause he gives a current idea that is huge, very helpful. So I think that's big. Um, but then if you don't know what disciple now is at all, and you're looking for potentially something fresh, new, you know, that would be fresh and new to you, this might be something you might consider. I mean, um, there's no like you got to do it exactly this way, uh, but you could take the ideas and morph them into something that you could use. So, yeah, you did. Uh, you, you don't do denials at the current church, although you're thinking about doing later, if I remember correctly. Yeah, we're in but, a couple of years looking. Pr- but but prior to being where you are now, um, denials has played a huge part in your ministry, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we've we've done them. Uh, they've looked different, but we've done them everywhere that we've been. Um. I love them, man. I, I think they're super impactful, super impactful. And, um, and if done well, not only, not only just impactful, but man, they really kind of, you get a lot of momentum depending on when you time it in your year as yeah. well. It's a big outreach sure. opportunity. It's, we, there's a lot of benefits to it for sure. We, uh, it, it's the biggest outreach event that we do. We're a little bit different around here from a, we do it in the fall. Yeah, we. I, that means I prefer to do it in the it's, fall. It, it's impacted by football games, but we think the cost is worth it. You know, from that standpoint. Um, but hands down, um, from a introduction to our student ministry, kids getting to hear the gospel in just a concentrated weekend way. Um, it, it's huge for us. Um, and so it's a uh, big time part of our, our DNA. So we love it big time. Yeah. I, some folks do them in the spring. We've done them in the spring, but my favorite is, is, is the fall. We, yeah. in fact, we, I think you and I used to do it on the same weekend because we were always trying to get leaders. Oh, uh, we were, we fighting for leaders at times. Well, it was much of a fight. You just won. But, um, I, I, I liked that first weekend in November, that time change weekend. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, mainly that's because there's a time change that weekend. It's yeah. a good weekend, and it's and it's kind of past all the, you know, a lot of the marching band and football stuff is kind of winding down at that point. Yeah, for real, for real, good, cool. Yeah, that's cool, man. Well, this is a good one. Uh, take a moment, check it out, and uh, John's a great guy, uh, friend uh, of both of ours, and um, this is why we asked him because. We trust him. And so here you go. Here we go. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. All right. We're super excited to have John Massar hanging out with us here this morning at Conclave. It's the morning show with Chris and Jody. Always a pleasure to hang out with you guys. John's John's super excited because he's got his coffee. 
And uh, amen to that. You are a coffee lover. As a matter of fact, I remember one thing about you for sure. What is that like special coffee? Yeah, yeah. That you also love. There's you have another a good company, memory, dude. It's called Unstinking Believable Coffee. Yeah, and you love that it's stuff. The best coffee on the planet, no doubt. Yeah. So John is a expert. Uh, no pressure. Wow, thanks. <laughs> Appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, uh, John's an expert sure. in D now. So D now. Um, some of our listeners are going to immediately know what that is. Right. And some of our listeners are going to go, what? what? Like Jody just what had an experience. He's in California now. And do you want to rat out your people there? Or does that feel weird to tell everybody? Oh, we're having this conversation about like uh, putting on kind of a student event or conference. Or right. Like, what if we made this kind of a disciple now thing? And it's just blank stares. In the and they're room like foreign and language. What is that? Like, And so I'm just talking. And then at a certain point, I realized... This, the blank stare hasn't changed. Right, and right. Like, wait, yeah. wait, 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 <laughs> dude. Does everybody know what I'm talking about? And they're yeah. saying, mm, no, no, no. And you know what, though? In all honesty, I remember because I grew up in a really small church. We didn't really do disciple now, yeah, either. Yeah. And I remember becoming a youth pastor really young, yeah. and and going to a conference like this and hearing people talk about D now, and I'm like, I don't know what that is, but I'm gonna play along, you know, <laughs> until I'm gonna pretend. And so I think. I told Jody he missed an opportunity when he was telling his friends in California he should have been like, oh, yes, yeah, this idea I came up with. Doesn't <laughs> totally, sound amazing? I developed this, you know? <laughs> totally made this up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's do this. Uh, we're gonna, I want to get into what, I'd let you kind of tell us what you think that is, and we're going to kind of talk. But first, sure, kind of sure. tell us where you're from and how you got into doing what you're doing and how Jesus played a role in all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, grew up in Atlanta, ended up at UGA, going to the good, good old University of Georgia. And while I was there, ended up meeting a guy named Alan Jackson, who's actually standing over standing there. Standing over there, right there. <laughs> yeah. So don't and screw this up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can't mess this up. Uh, met Alan Jackson at Dunwoody Baptist doing a youth internship thing for the summer and saw the D-Now model there and was like, this is really, really cool. And I saw the impact it had on the students and the way the Lord used the leaders. And just what did it, what happened in that Friday through Sunday event was really life-changing. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Let's give our best kind of, for someone who, who is listening, let's do a quick version of what it really is, like what the DNA actually is. Discipleship intensive relationship building life-changing weekend. Yeah. yeah. In words, I mean, it starts on a Friday, goes through Sunday. You know, most of the event happens in host homes where somebody right. like you guys would be like, hey, I'd love to have 10 middle school guys over. I'm going to up my insurance policy. And uh, you'd have one to two leaders in there, and those leaders would spend the weekend really role modeling Christ yeah. and role modeling what a relationship with Christ looks like and how that plays out in today's culture. So how can I do that with my family and my friends when I when this is over on Sunday? Yeah. The, the tricky part about describing, I think, now is truthfully, I guess being in the South here, we know that everybody do their, everybody does there's a little bit different. Right, right? Exactly. So there, there's, there's freedom. So there's not like a one approach is the only way you can do it kind of thing. Right. But, but I think I like what you said. Intensive is the key. It is. Is that you're, it you're is. saying, okay, we're going to do a thing. On, so like in my church, we do a thing on Thursday night. Right. And then we do Friday, Saturday, Sunday morning. Exactly. A lot of churches don't do the Thursday night thing anymore. Right. They'll just start off on Friday night. But the key is that the kids come for the entire weekend. And yes. typically... I think one of the secrets in the sauce is the staying in homes, like you mentioned. It is. Like, so it you absolutely get is. Homes, yeah. People in your church that yes. that have the kids in, over, and yep. then you bring in that leader that does some type of curriculum. Everybody's doing the same thing, yep. and they, they focus on that, and uh, and they end up spending that whole weekend. And yep. in there, that's where there's flexibility too. Different yep. people meet up at the church for one part, or don't meet up at the church, or they do a rec right. on Saturday, or not do recreation on Saturday. But the great news is, is there are folks out there that 
if, if you're doing this for the first time, yeah, there are folks out there that can help guys like John Massara. So yeah, this absolutely. Is what you, you, you ended up creating a ministry out of this, and I love what you do in two ways. One, you really do help equip the local church to pull this kind of stuff off. Right. But you're also, in the same moment, you really are impacting a generation, a next generation of college yeah. students by discipling them, right. preparing them, because you've got a team of folks that you can bring in. Yeah. So kind of give us a little rundown on on what that is real quick. I saw it when I was at Dunwoody Baptist, uh, I saw the DNL model, like I said. And then uh, at the time, most of, or just about all the, the um, DNLs were led by adults. And I really felt like the, that students could do a better job than adults leading these. And so literally brought in some high school students to lead my first DNL out in Colbert Baptist for 15 students. Yeah. And so those students coming in, teaching students, just made a huge, huge difference that took off. And now we're doing our SWAT weekends all over the world, 80 college students on staff that we're training, developing, discipling, you know, that are going in and really making a huge difference in these students' lives. That's awesome. Yeah. So wait, so what I want, what I hope people are hearing too, is that like, this isn't something for a massive group. This isn't something. Right. No, exactly. Like regardless of the size of your ministry, uh, the the DNL model is scalable, and I know a lot of churches even will come together and do area wide. Like, they really popular kind of disciple now thing too. So, regardless of your budget, regardless of the size of your yes. group, whether you're in the middle of nowhere, whether you're in more yep. of an urban environment, you this model scales and flexes to, to fit. No, it does. Our 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 average weekend is probably seventy students. I mean, then when you go to Chris Trent. You've got a thousand, but still, hey, you hey, know. hey, hey, we don't want seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's because Chris is it's not a magician. Just for Chris, I mean, you know, Chris just makes things happen. He pulls yeah. them out of his hat somewhere, and they all really show funny. up. And okay. yeah, yeah, we do what we so, can. You know, one of the best stories of Dinals we talked about the other day came from your weekend. Oh yeah, I get a call from one of our leaders at midnight. He's like, "I'm with our host parents. We're praying for these students, middle schoolers. Like they are." completely out of control <laughs> we've locked them in a bedroom and I was we're Jesus praying there at some point but nope. <laughs> not what I thought you were gonna say he was like not no he was like say. pray we're praying for these students we got some leaders that was the call was at midnight we spent some time praying the next morning I get a phone call from my leader your host parents yep saying these students are completely different this morning hey. and that night they went to a waffle house and those students that were Super challenging on Friday night. We're sharing the gospel at Waffle House oh, with people. So D now it turned out to be Jesus. Bam! See there you yeah, go. Well, awesome. they went to Waffle House from so Jay Perry, and Waffle House has a lot to do with it actually. No, no, and really coffee. Cool. That's really cool. Good times. Quick uh, idea here. Let's jump in for a second. So the one thing I do love about you, John, is you do have the opportunity <clears throat> to see how a lot of different churches are taking this type of weekend and morphing it into different things. Right. They, they're doing it different ways. Um, maybe just touch on a few things you've seen recently, maybe not new ideas per se, maybe they are, um, some things that you feel like are really being successful in some of the homes or in some of the churches, uh, just some keys as far as, hey man, this church is doing this, I went to this one church and it's awesome. Um, and then maybe also just touch base just for a second on the area-wide thing, because I think that's, if, if nobody's thought about that, that's huge. Right. Yeah. No, the area wide. The area wide first. Yeah, let's do that. The area wide thing is huge, and we we led an area wide in Clanton, Alabama, for three four hundred students for probably sixteen years. It was a, through an association there, and you would have a church bring four students, yeah, and then another church bring sixty, 
Right. And so those churches and those students all coming together, the synergy on that Friday night and Saturday night, and then they would do recreation right. on Saturday afternoon. Sometimes they do mission projects, but getting those students together was so energizing and so encouraging because it was like, hey, we're not alone. We're at a little bitty church somewhere out in the middle of literally nowhere, but we're coming together with three or 400 other students they were able to build relationships with these other students and also see that many students worshiping and like, hey, we can we can do this. So the back, the, so pulling the curtain back there, the key for that is the fact that from an administrative side of things and a money side of things, you've also yes. taken that synergy yes. and you brought all of those churches together. So whereas you may have right. the size budget that you could never afford to go out and get a camp quality band, right, exactly, or a camp exactly. quality speaker, music, whatever musician. Magi- did you say magician? Yeah. What, what is that? Or a musician? Trying to throw me under the bus right now? No, okay. I'm just so um, yeah. Or a magician, you know, uh, illusionist. But if you bring everybody together and you're bringing in all those resources together, you definitely can pull that off. That that's the you part can. that's key. Yeah, yeah. you can. And so we, you find you know the, the church that has the bigger the bigger yes, the absolutely. bigger stage or whatever you know yep. and you got to swallow your pride a little bit and let that church host or whatever that part. you do. Yep. But you do all the rest of stuff and you're yes. at home. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, what's the first like? What would be the first step? In that, like, if somebody somebody who would be listening and saying, "Man, this area wide thing sounds awesome," where would they go? How would they begin that first? They could go to SWATministries.com, okay. and just that's the first place, good platform to check out what we do, how we do do it, and what we offer. And then they could give uh, Thomas Davis a phone call. He's on the website, and Thomas sets up our our weekends and can help with all the administration. I mean, like literally anything you need for a DNAL. We can. We want to come and partner with and facilitate and help the local church, you know, minister to students. And, John, I know you well enough to know to put you on the spot here and say, but even if they're not going to use SWAT ministries, you're more than happy to help somebody out in terms of just absolutely. giving them. If somebody needs to brainstorm yes, and really absolutely. try to dig in deeper to this yeah, thing and absolutely. understand more about it, you'd be happy. Yep. So, no, so absolutely. Got John as well. Um, any other ideas or things you've seen recently that are just like, oh, dude, they're doing this and this thing is awesome? I think one of the things that is we're beginning to see instead of a traditional speaker type model, and Impact 360 has been really key in developing this. Ah. Is we've been working with them on this, which is there we go, right there, Impact 360, Impact bam, 360. right there, right in front of us. <laughs> um, is teaching instead of having like a speaker. Per se, you have more of a, of a facilitator where you have this, the, uh, someone that's speaking or facilitating, but the students are in their small groups. And so he'll, he or she will talk for 10 or 15 minutes and then throw it to the small groups. You guys talk about it. And then the, one person from that small group will, will share with the entire group what they talked about. So you have the group learning in a large group setting as opposed to just being spoken to. Now, there's nothing wrong with a speaker, obviously, but that is beginning to give this generation some ownership. And when you watch that dynamic happen, that entire room comes to life because you're giving every student in that room ownership of what's being talked about. Sort of like a small group on steroids or a host home on steroids. I like that. Yeah. Our, our, we're, we're finding similar success on our Sunday mornings with our life groups in the yes. same kind of deal. Yep. And I've never even thought about maybe bringing that into like the D now. Oh, we're starting that in the fall of 2019 with our with our speaking, and our then, Friday and Saturday nights. And so the beautiful part about that is your leaders 
are facilitating discussion. Yes. You're not yes. necessarily expecting them to be yes. theologians. No, and you, so you, you have an idea. Your facilitator has an idea, a truth that he or she is communicating, and you just you toss it out to the students and say, okay, what do you think? Make it better. What's your perspective? They chime in, and suddenly they have ownership. They have ownership in that. The students do, and you're valuing them by listening yeah, to man. them. And so they are going to take that and do some more with it. That's good. It's really fun. No, that's awesome. That's all. And I do think that takes the pressure off uh, in a lot of ways. And it does. It, and it allow it kind of protects and keeps from those students who sit and don't engage. Yes, absolutely. It's a lot yeah. harder to hide in a circle of, of students than a big room. That's it is. Uh, any other ones? Put you on the spot. Th- that, doing this on the fly. That was the biggest one right that now. That has been the, the biggest one as far as students yeah. really getting it and being valued. And then they get to... They get to really live that out. They get to do it. It's like they own that. Yeah. So I didn't just hear it. I didn't just take notes in my journal. But I came up with an idea. This came out of me, and maybe I was a little bit scared to share it, but I did. Other people started saying yes, and then all of a sudden, you know, they. it's just that, that confidence. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. Am I right also in the fact that one of the things you've seen is the fact that it, it really – you could have a huge – awesome well-known speaker slash band or you can go to a place that doesn't right but god still moves in these weekends oh absolutely i mean absolutely huge i mean just huge yeah i mean and it really does our our slogan is our leaders make the difference but it really does the guys we get to i mean we it's tough to get on staff and then we have an intense training program yeah yeah. and once they're out there man they just love students and they want to spend their weekends loving on them as we wrap it up, John, take a moment. Tell everybody where you mentioned it earlier. Just make sure everybody heard you, though. Um, where can they find you if they want to get Yeah, some yeah. Help? Go to yeah. SWATministries.com. Swatministries. Check it yep. out. That's our platform that will tell you everything we do. And then uh, Thomas Davis is the guy that can completely set you up with anything you need. Any questions you have, we'd love to help. Yeah, that's awesome. Anything man. we can do. Very cool, nice. Man. Thanks for taking some time this morning. Hey, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for Appreciate asking it. me in. Yep. See you. Bye. Can I just say I'm also jealous of John's hair? Uh, he does have some pretty, <laughs> pretty hair. If he listens to that, he's gonna be mad. I said that, but um, but yeah, no, he he does. He's he's got great hair for a man. This <laughs> is true. I mean, I just I'm always <laughs> jealous of people with good hair. So uh, yeah, it's good hair. So I can't believe that's the thing you came out with that, out of all this stuff. Well, I just <laughs> you know, it's just it's a great. I mean, he's he's the man. The guy he knows that you yeah. know, like he's definitely the good yeah. too, but. Uh, yeah, his hair. He's got, he's well, got some hair. Hey, listen, if you if you know John could help you out, Jody and I could help you out if you're listening and you felt a nudge that this is something you should be considering doing at your church, and you're like, I need to dig a little deeper with what that really is. Um, reach out to Jody or I, and man, we would be happy to have a conversation with you, um, and give you some ideas, um. Yeah, you know, kind of unpack that a little bit more. Um, we'd be happy to help. Well, and the beautiful so thing about that. about a disciple now is that there's a billion ways to do it, and so it literally will work in any context. Yeah. It's not like a yeah. numbers game. Like it's not one of those things where you'd say, "Oh, you have to have this many kids to do it." No, you don't. You don't. Uh, or you can't do it if you have this many kids. No, you, you don't. That's not a. Or you have to have this much budget or this much space or your building needs to be like this. Like no, none of that matters. Yeah, um, you you can make it work, and that's that's part of the beauty of it is that it's it's just 
it's flexible in that sense. So yeah, it's good. Good times. Cool. All right. Let us know if we help. Hey, don't forget our uh, amazing uh, podcast sponsor, uh, YM360. YM360.com. They they can help you out with tons of resources. So yep. Be sure to use the promo code Longer Haul. Save yourself 20%. Also, the links and resources mentioned will be at the show notes page at thelongerhaul.com slash episode 084. And of course, make sure you subscribe and join our super secret podcast group over on the Facebook. Yeah, that's good. See, that's that's the stuff right, I should have said at the beginning. Yeah, well, you know, you can't be perfect all the time. Nah, that's true. So Cool. All right, we'll see all you guys right. in the next episode. Later. Thanks for listening to the Longer Hall Youth Ministry Podcast at www.thelongerhall.com.